All right, our next election, through it all. Through it all, yes, through it all, yes, through it all. I learned to trust in Jesus. I learned to trust in God.
going to ask you to bow your heads and we will offer prayer for our service on this morning. Father, we offer our prayers to you this morning, thanking you for what we, you have done for us. Just so pleased and so thankful, Father, for all of the gifts that you have bestowed upon us. We come at this time, Father, on behalf of all of the members uh, of this particular congregation and all of the members, Father, of the church at large, that you would be with each and every person, Father, as they bow their heads, as they look forward to worshiping you in spirit and in truth on your day. Father, we ask you to be with all of those in our land and country, Father, all of our administrators, all of our governors, president, those in authority, Father, that you'd watch over them and give them the understanding of how to uh, provide the necessary direction for this country at a particular time. Father, then we ask those that are members of your church, Father, that we will always look to you and always lean to you for our strength and our encouragement uh, as we move forward in this uh, pandemic situation. Father, bless us as we get ready to worship you this morning. Let our worship be pleasing and acceptable in your sight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. selection will be no not one no not one <clears throat> yes, there's not a friend like the holy Jesus singing no not one was singing no Jesus. 
and they began to discuss among themselves which one one of them it might be who was going to do this. Let us give thanks for the bread. Father, we come to you this morning, dear Lord, and we give thanks, Father, for the many wonderful blessings you've given us. We ask you, dear Lord, that you bless this bread, which represents your son's broken body, that we may take it in an acceptable way, and that we may remember the sacrifice that was given for us. We pray this in your son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now let us give thanks for the cup. Dear Lord God, and most heavenly and gracious Father, we ask you, Lord, that you bless this cup, which represents your son's shed blood, the blood that was shed on the cross for our sins, so we may be washed clean of you, dear Lord, and the blood that continuously cleanses of our sins, as long as we confess our faults and our sins to you, Father. Bless us and keep us, dear Lord. For we pray this in your Son's most holy and precious name, Jesus Christ. Amen. We now come to our part of the worship service where we are given the opportunity to give back to God a portion of which he so richly blessed us with. I'll be reading from 2 Corinthians chapter 9, starting in verse 6. Now I say this, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each one must do just as he has purposed in his heart, not grudgingly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that always, having all sufficiency in everything, you may have an abundance for every good deed. Let us give thanks for the offering this morning. Father God, we come to you, dear Lord, and we praise your name, dear Lord. We give thanks for the opportunity we have to give back to you a portion of what you so richly blessed us with. May this offering be a great blessing to you, Father, and to us, dear Lord. And may we give it in such a way that is pleasing to you, Father. And may we give it, Father, with joy and for we pray this in your son's most holy precious name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Next selection will be Victory in Jesus. I heard an old, old story. How the Savior came from glory. How he gave his life on Calvary to save a wretch like me. And I heard about his groaning of his precious blood atoning in me. And I repented of my sin and won the victory. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior. Oh, heaven, he sought me and won me with his redeeming blood. Victory beneath the cleansing blood. Oh, God. 
I have read to you Acts, the second chapter, the 42nd through the 47th verse. May the Lord have a blessing to the readers, the hearers, and the doers of his word. Shall we pray? Holy Father, we are so indeed thankful that we have a source of answers for all the problems and questions that plague our lives. We know, Heavenly Father, that you sit high on your throne of grace and mercy. And you look down on this earth and you see men scrambling for answers everywhere but except you. But we pray, Heavenly Father, that we will come to the knowledge of the truth and know that if we look to the hills from whence cometh our help, we know that our help comes from you. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for your bountiful blessings, even in spite of ourselves. But we know that you are God of the second chance. And we pray, Heavenly Father, asking you to forgive our sins. We know that our sins are many. And we ask that you would give us a double portion of your grace and your mercy. And we ask, Father, that you will bless the saints, that you do for us what we cannot do for ourselves. And we pray, Father, that you will give us a love one to another. We ask, Heavenly Father, that you will be with us so much so that we will take that love and take it into the world and spread the glorious gospel of Christ through love that we may be able to help the world to come from darkness into your marvelous light. We ask, Heavenly Father, you just continue to provide for us the evangelistic spirit that we need to go out and to tell someone about the saving grace of Jesus Christ. And we ask, Heavenly Father, that you would be with those that are less fortunate than we are. May we always be mindful of the needs of others. See to their needs and give you the glory. Father, we as always pray for our leadership here, that you would bless them, that you would bless their families, that you will give them, Father, everything that they stand in need of, that, may, that they may continue to guide us according to your holy writ and to the things that you put on their hearts. And we pray, Father, that we will listen to them, listen to their guidance, and not be burdened to their leadership. And we pray, dear God, that we will always be an example to our children and our grandchildren and those with whom we come in contact and we pray, Father, we will always be mindful to walk circumspectly before others. And we ask that you would be with us during this crime time. For all the lives that have been lost because of this pandemic, we pray that you would bless those that have lost loved ones. We ask, Father, Father, for those that are on their beds of affliction because of the virus, that you would heal them and raise them up. And for those of us that have not been touched, we ask that you will continue to put that hedge of protection around us. And Father, we pray that at the end of the day, we will always be careful to give you all the honor, all the praise, and all the glory that you would do. For we know, Father, you are worthy of all of our praise. We pray, Father, that you will just continue to be with the world that we may be able to help them to make some sense out of nonsense. And we ask, Heavenly Father, that you will just continue to invigorate us as your children, that we may be that city that sits on a hill, 
that we may be able to glorify you in all things that we do and all things that we say in the name of Jesus. We pray, Father, that you will continue to be with the churches of Christ wherever they are. Bless them, bless their leadership, and give them what they stand in need of. Thank you, Father, for grace. Thank you for mercy. Thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for many. And thank you for your Holy Spirit. We ask the Father that we will hold to your unchanging hand. We know that if we do this, and everything will work, and everything will be all right. Watch over and bless us. Keep us in your divine care without any hurt, harm, or danger. It is in the blessed and merciful and mighty name of Jesus that we pray and we give thanks. And we all say, Amen. Our next election will be, Yes, God is real. Numbers all together. Let us sing. There are some people There are some people There are some people Oh, yeah. 
Certainly, we need to give God all the glory, all the praise, and all the honor. He's a good God. He gets gooder and gooder as the days go by. I know that's not good English and good grammar, but it is good theology. He's sweeter today than he was yesterday. He'll be sweeter tomorrow than he is right now. He'll be even sweeter next year than he is this year. He's like fine wine. He gets sweeter and sweeter with time. And beloved, we want to thank you all for watching our telecast. For those of you who are members of the Dale Crest Church of Christ, we just hope and pray that as we preach this word from the word of God, it finds you in good spirits. And on behalf of the leadership of this congregation, we want to thank all those of you who make up the Dale Crest Church of Christ we want to thank you for supporting the church, for supporting the ministry, and for supporting our online services. We want you to know that almost every day we have services online to minister to you. Usually on Mondays, we have our leadership meeting online. On Tuesday, we have our men's and women's Bible classes online. And we want to encourage all of our members to tune in to those Bible studies online. They are put in place for your edification. The men, we usually meet at 6.30. And we also use, use a social media format called Blue Jeans. And then the women, of course, they use Zoom. And they have their Bible classes every Tuesday night at 6.30 p.m. If you need more information about their Bible study and the social media outlet that they use, please contact my wife, Debbie, and she'll be happy to let you know how you can tune in. And usually on Wednesday nights, 
at 7 p.m. We have what we call our Teachers Inspiration for Education. And we want to encourage all of our teachers to tune in each and every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. And we want to share with you a word from the Word of God to be a source of inspiration and edification for you. And then on Friday nights at 7 p.m., we have our prayer meeting. That's an opportunity for you to chime in and you can share with us any concerns that might be heavy on your heart. Anyone who might stand in need of prayer, you can make that known unto us as well. And then, of course, on Sunday, we have our services. And we want you to know that even though we are providentially hindered by this virus from physically meeting in the building, this virus cannot hinder our fellowship. Now we've come up with new terminology, social distancing. But social distancing should not hinder us from socializing. Well, just like we have social distancing, now we've got worship distancing. And worship distancing should not hinder us from worshiping our God. Praise distancing should not hinder us from praising our God for all the wonderful things that he has done, he is doing, and he will do in our lives. And even Bible study now is distant because we've got to do it online. But the distancing should not keep us from studying the Bible, the word of God, as we learn more and more about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and how we can worship our God in spirit and in truth. And you need to understand that even though we are providentially hindered from physically being able to meet in the building, our fellowship, even though we are using social media to fellowship one with another, maybe we would call it fellowship distancing, but fellowship distancing should not distance us from fellowshipping one with another. And so the leadership of the Dale Crest Church of Christ has provided opportunities for us to continue to have Bible studies, it has provided opportunities for us to have prayer service, provided opportunities for us to worship God. And if you are a faithful member of the Lord's Church here at Del Crest, if you do not take advantage of these opportunities to spend quality time in the presence of God, then and only then are you in violation of Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 25 when the Bible lets us know there that we should not forsake the assembling of ourselves as is the matter of some, but exhorting one another so much the more as we see the day approaching. And so if you're not taking advantage of these opportunities to worship God and to attend Bible study, unless you are in the hospital or you are ill, you need to take advantage of these opportunities. If you don't take advantage of these opportunities, then you are willfully forsaking the assembly of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And then for those senior citizens, for those members, I know this might be a paradigm shift 
for you because this is an unprecedented time in our nation. Never in the history of our lifetime have we experienced a time when we cannot come together and worship God on the first day of the week physically in the same location. But nevertheless, that is not an excuse for us not to take advantage of these worship services that have been provided for you online. And even when it comes to not only worshiping online, you can also give online. We know that we need to participate in all aspects of the worship. Not only should we participate in the preaching of the word of God, not only should we participate in the communing when it comes to remembering the death and the burial and the resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, but we should also participate in the singing. We should also participate in the giving. And so for those of you who have been supporting this church by your giving, we thank God for you. And we are praying for those of you who may have been disenfranchised or now you're unemployed and you're not able to financially give, but we do ask you that you please give of your time, give of your talents. And if you're not able to give of your treasures, God understands. If you will, I want you to turn your Bibles to Acts chapter two, and we'll start reading at verse number 42. And I want to preach as a spiritual guy with this thought in our minds, how to virus proof your faith, how to virus proof your faith. I know this coronavirus has caused us to be on edge. I know some of us are in fear of our health. We're in fear of our lives, but I want to share with you a word today that I feel like will be practical to your life and to my life. And I want to go to a text that is very familiar to all of us. And that is Acts chapter two. And I have preached from this text on numerous occasions, but the Lord has put something on my heart that I feel like would be applicable to us in light of this pandemic that we are all experiencing. And so I just want to preach with this thought in your mind, how to virus proof your faith. We're in Acts chapter two and verse 42. We understand that this is the inauguration of the church of Christ. This is the birth of the New Testament church. This is the beginning of the church of Christ. And after Peter concludes that great sermon that he preached on the day of Pentecost, 50 days after the crucifixion of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. 40 days after that, he stepped, 40 days earlier, rather, he stepped on a cloud and went on back to glory, and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. And now we find Peter on the day of Pentecost, and he's preaching the greatest sermon that has ever been preached after the ascension of Jesus Christ. And after he concludes with giving that great invitation, when he said in Acts chapter two and verse 38, he told all those who were receptive to receive in the word of God, he said, repent 
and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And he said, the promise is unto you and to your children and to those that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many of the words that he exhorted and testified, saying, save yourselves from this untoward generation. And then the Bible says in Acts 2 and verse 41, and they that gladly received his word were baptized when in the same day there was added unto them about 3,000 souls. I'm pleased to say that this virus has not hindered us from baptizing individuals who are open to receiving the gospel of Jesus Christ. Just within the last eight days, we've had three baptisms. We've had an entire family to place their membership with the Dale Crest Church of Christ. And so God continues to add to his church on a daily basis. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church of Christ. And then Peter goes on to say in verse number 42, and they continued steadfastly. If you want to virus proof your life, if you want to virus proof your faith, if we want to be, be a virus proof church, we need to continue steadfastly. We need to continue steadfastly in doing God's will. We need to continue steadfastly in being in the word of God. We need to continue steadfastly by standing in the way of the Lord. The Bible says, and they continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. If you're going to virus-proof your faith, you've got to continue steadfastly in the teachings of the apostles. You've got to continue steadfastly in understanding that there's one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. You've got to continue steadfastly in understanding that Jesus died for you on Calvary's cross. He was buried in Joseph of Arimathea's new tomb, but he got up early Sunday morning with all power in the palm of his hand saying, can't no grave hold me down. We've got to continue steadfastly in the teachings of the apostles. We got to continue steadfastly in the teachings of the word of God. We've got to continue steadfastly by growing in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. If we're going to virus-proof our faith, if we're going to virus-proof our lives, if we're going to be a virus-proof church, we've got to continue steadfastly in the teachings of the apostles. And that's why it's so important, Del Crest, that you attend the online Bible classes on Tuesday nights at 6.30 p.m. I'm asking all the men that make up the Dale Crest Church of Christ, you need to be in the Bible class Tuesday night at 6.30 p.m. I'm talking to all the sisters that make up the Dale Crest Church of Christ. You need to be in the Bible class for the women Tuesday night at 6.30 p.m. I'm talking to all the teachers who participate 
in the teaching ministry of the Dale Crest Church of Christ. You need to participate Wednesday night in the teacher's inspiration for education meeting every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. I'm talking to all the members of the Dale Crest Church of Christ. You need to participate in the Friday prayer meeting at 7 p.m. when I, along with the elders and the deacons and other faithful members of the church, we come together and we pray for members who are sick and shut in. We pray for members who have lost loved ones. We pray for members who are discouraged. We pray for members who are delinquent. We pray for members who might be depressed. And just like the first century church continues steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine, we need to continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. But not only must we continue in the doctrine, we need to continue steadfastly in the fellowship. And I know there are those out there who are telling you that if you are not physically going to the building to participate in the assembly that you're in sin, but the devil is a liar. We need to understand that when we are providentially hindered, that is this pandemic has hindered us from being able to come together physically in the same location. That is something that is out of our control. But we can still worship because the leadership has provided worship opportunities such as this. And if you're not participating in these online services, then my friend, you are in violation of Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 25. If you're not participating in Tuesday night Bible classes online, then my friend, you are in violation of Hebrews 10 and verse 25. If you're not taking advantage of the teacher's inspiration for education on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m., then my friend, you are in violation of Hebrews 10 and verse 25. If you're not participating in the prayer meeting that has been set aside for you on Friday nights at 7 p.m. online, then you are in violation of Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 25. These opportunities to fellowship have been set aside so that you might be edified and those who are lost might be evangelized. But most importantly of all, God the Father might be exalted. Jesus might be expostulated. The word might be exegeted. The Holy Ghost might energize us and the church might be edified. And so my friends, if you're not participating in these fellowship opportunities that have been made available for you online by the leadership of Dale Crest, then you are forsaking the assembling of yourselves. And the Bible says not forsaking the assembling of ourselves, as is the man of some but exhorting one another so much the more as you see the day approaching. And the day there, my friend, is not talking about Sunday, but it is talking about payday. And payday is that time when Jesus comes back 
to receive his church and take it to glory. So my friend, as we look to that day, it ought to motivate us to continue steadfastly, not only in the apostles' doctrine, but in the fellowship and then breaking of bread. That is, we're able to commune with one another. We're able to commune with one another in the spirit. Because one thing is for sure, social distancing cannot interfere with the fellowship of the spirit. As long as your spirit and my spirit is connected with God's spirit, there is nothing this virus can do to keep us from breaking bread or communing one with another. And then they continue steadfastly, not only in the apostles' doctrine, fellowship, and breaking of bread, but in prayer. And we've got to pray in the midst of this pandemic. And what we need more so now, more so than theology, we need some neology. All of us as saints need to spend our time on our knees, in our war rooms, our prayer closets, in those private devotions. We need to spend time talking to God and asking God to help us in the midst of this pandemic. First Thessalonians 5 and verse 17, the Bible says, pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. Watch this. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Oh, my friends, we need to pray for the scientists. We need to pray for our world leaders. We need to pray for the medical staffs. We need to pray for the nurses. We need to pray that God in his infinite wisdom will bless us with a solution to this pandemic. We know that God is able. We don't know when, but we know he's able. We don't know why, but we know he's able. And if we are going to virus-proof our faith, if we are going to virus-proof our lives, if we are going to virus-proof this church, then we need to continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine fellowship, breaking of bread and prayer. And the Bible says, and fear came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. They respected the leadership of the church. And if we're going to virus proof our lives, we got to respect the leadership of our church. And when we as a leadership give you the instructions that you stand in need of, we, we, we encourage you, obey them to have the rule over you and submit yourselves unto them for they watch after your souls. Why? Because they have to give an account to God. 
And so we appreciate you, Dale Crest, for respecting the leadership of the Dale Crest Church of Christ, for following our guidelines and following our instructions because we're concerned about your health. We're concerned about your welfare. And that's why we discontinued meeting in the building a month ago because we wanted to make sure that you did not contract this virus. And we thank you all for following our instructions and respecting us enough to do the things that God has led us to encourage you to do. And the Bible says all that believed had all things in common and they sold their possessions and goods and they parted them unto all men as every man had need. And then we appreciate the way you all are continuously and consistently giving to support the financial concerns and needs of this congregation. And for those of you that are working, we pray that you continue to use not only your talents to support this church, not only your time to support this church, but in the midst of this pandemic, we also need your treasures. And so we are asking that you continue to support the church. For those of you who have registered, you're using church track, and you're giving online, we thank you for it. For those of you who are sending your offerings in through snail mail, that is, you're using the post office, we thank you for it. And for those of you who are physically coming to the building on Sunday morning, because we're usually here from 8 a.m. to 12 noon, you're bringing your offering, you're picking up your prepackaged communion, and you continue to support this church just like they did in the first century. God bless you. God bless you. Because this church has to continue to go on. Even though we're not physically meeting at the building, we still have to be able to support the work of the church and the ministry of the church. And the Bible says they continue daily with one accord in the temple and they broke bread from house to house they ate their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. And the Bible said they were praising God, having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily, such as should be saved. Now, we're not able to physically break bread with one another from house to house. But as a result of our online services, we've been in your house, you've been in my house, and we've been in one another's homes, and we've had the singularity of heart. And as a result of that, God is being glorified, the church is being edified, and on Thursdays, we're still ministering to the community, we're giving our food to the community, Bible studies are even being set up online with individuals whom we have given food to because they want to know more about Jesus. Somebody said people don't care how much you know until they see how much you care. We thank God for those saints who have been working with the food ministry and giving out food to all the families on the east side who stand in need of food 
as a result of your effort, it has opened up the door for us to share the gospel with others. And so we need to continue to praise God. And we will continue to have favor with the people of San Antonio, Texas. And God will continue to add to his church daily, such as should be saved. And so my friend, if you don't know the Lord and the pardon of your sins, I encourage you to give your life to Jesus. The Bible points out in Acts 2 and verse 47, and not when they heard this, you heard the gospel. Jesus died for you. He was buried for you. And he rose again the third day to save you from your sins. Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their hearts. That is, they were convicted. They believed. And they said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Peter told them to repent. And that's what you need to do. You've heard. You are convicted. Now you need to repent. In Acts 2 and verse 41, we see that they were calling on the name of the Lord. So they were already confessing him to be Jesus. And so Peter told them to repent and be baptized. You've heard the gospel. Do you believe it? When you repent of your sins, when you confess him even now? And my friend, we will make preparation and opportunity to baptize you into Christ. Just like three precious souls have already done. Peter said, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission or forgiveness of your sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. The promise is unto you and to your children and to those that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. The Lord is calling you, and he's calling you to himself. And if you don't know him in the part of your sins, will you come to Jesus? Text us. Hit us up on Facebook. Call us. We'll make preparation to baptize you into Christ. And for those members who stand in need of prayer, right now, make your confession. Whatever sins that might be in your heart, confess it even now. And God who hears will answer your prayer. And as we close out this telecast, I'm going to lead you in prayer. Let us pray together. Oh, powerful and all wise God, our Father, I come in your presence, lifting up those who are watching this telecast, be it by YouTube, be it by some other mechanism. I just hope and pray those that have confessed their sins, you forgive them for their sins and remember them no more. For those who are sick and shut in, be it brother Hardaway, we pray for Running Lofton, who lost a sister-in-law. We pray for those members who might be depressed, those members who might be struggling with health concerns, those members who might be confessing their sins, those members who've lost loved ones, those members who might be hospitalized. We just pray, the Lord, that you by your spirit will answer this prayer. And all those that are watching and listening, we pray that you will give them what they stand in need of. And we thank you 
in the mighty name of Jesus who makes it all possible. In Jesus' name we pray and we give you glory and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. God bless you and may he bless you real good. selection will be troubles in my way. Troubles in my way. Troubles in my way. I have to cry sometimes. Oh, oh Lord, you know that there's troubles in my way. I have to cry sometimes. I have to cry sometimes.
worship in human spirit and truth. Amen. And there is occasions where we have to manage and deal with uh, environmental concerns with coronavirus. Continue to guide, guard, direct us in everything we say and do. Continue to look out for those of us who are uh, sick and afflicted as we depart from this place. In Jesus' name, amen.